Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. 12 minutes after 5 here on this Wednesday morning. Big day ahead. We've heard us mention WTMJ Conversations 2023. We'll have a preview of some of the guests that we'll have coming up through the broadcast day, 8 to 4 in earnest, where we go with these long-form interviews. But we'll tell you a little bit more about that at 5.20 this morning. But a stacked show before that, Eric. Story we've been trying to get to for a number of days this week. I found room for it today. (laughs) Oh, yeah? You're talking about the app kisser? The app kisser. Yes, sir. Mm. This has actually been around for a while. Yeah, well, maybe this is some new tech involved this time. So they've they've, they've tightened up the prototype a little bit? (laughs) Yeah, they made the lips a little bit more human-like. This is like an electronics lips device that attaches to your phone to mimic the act of kissing. And it's supposed to be like, well, I mean, obviously interactive. If you and your your loved one are not together... You're separated by distance. You can use this app and this device to kiss each other. So more on what that is and some of the laughs to be had with that. That's coming up at 610 this morning. Greg Matzik, still at Brewers Spring Training. Got an interesting story about what travel is like in the Cactus League. A little bit different than when you're in the regular season. Right. So we'll hear from Greg coming up at 620 this morning. And Dr. Ken Harris joins us at 10 minutes before 7 o'clock. We'll see what he has on his plate for today. Stack show ahead of WTMJ Conversations on this Wednesday morning. Brandon has sports coming up next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Bucks fans, stop me if you've heard this before, but they win again. This time, taking care of business on the road in Brooklyn to cut down the Nets 118-104 to to secure their 15th straight win. Back in action for the first time since last Friday, Giannis led the charge, dropping 33 points and snagging 15 boards including this monstrous dunk. Pull-up shot from Cam Johnson misses, and Giannis is there to sweep away the rebound. He wants more. He goes right back to the hole, and he sends it down. Oh, you did not. Giannis Antetokounmpo serving up the facial right at you. Oh, my goodness. He went right into the face of Finney Smith and just absolutely abused him. Dave Kane on the call right here on WTMJ. The Bucks trailed most of the first half, in part due to unforced turnovers, and that a few times trailed by double digits, but got it going late in the third quarter. After the game, head coach Mike Boonholzer on what the team needs to do going forward, despite the winning streak. Uh, we got to take care of the ball is one big thing. That's you know we've we've had too many games and too many stretches where um, you know we haven't been good about taking care of the ball, and you know we we've got to make that trend in a better direction. And I think the pace we're playing at, you know, I think getting to the basket, spacing, then offensive rebounding, just all the kind of fundamental stuff you got to do to be good uh, and to be efficient offensively. Following the win, this is just the fourth time in franchise history the Bucks had a perfect month. They went score. Excuse me, they didn't lose at all in the month of February. Quick turnaround for the best team in the NBA, however, as they are back at it tonight at home against Orlando. You can catch full coverage right here on WTMJ, beginning at six thirty. And to the NFL, as all eyes remain on the Green Bay Packers and their four-time MVP, General Manager Brian Gutenkin spoke to the media yesterday at the NFL Combine, where the situation and where it currently lies in Green Bay. Before we get started here, I know there'll be a lot of questions about Aaron. Um, just so you guys know, we haven't really had those conversations yet, so not, not a lot to report um, until we have those conversations. But with that, I'll take some questions. 
Goody was also asked if feelings have maybe changed over the course of the past two months. Yeah, I think, you know, obviously those com- our feelings haven't changed about Aaron, um, but we, we need to have some of those conversations about our team, where it's going, uh, where he's at, um, you know, before we go forward. No feelings have changed, however, with everyone in the world curious about where the quarterback's future lies. Where do, when does Gudenkins expect an answer from the four-time MVP? Yeah, you know, we're going through our process as normal. Um, so, obviously, free agency is coming up here. That's an important, uh, you know, part of what we're doing. So, it would be nice to have some answers before then. But uh, until we have any conversations, we're, we're still in a good spot. No answers yet. Not everything is doom and gloom as the Packers are excited about what could be at their future. We're excited about him. You know, I think, you know, I've expressed to a lot of people that he needs to play. That's the next step in, in his progression. Uh, he needs to play. But uh, Jordan's done a great job, worked really hard. Um, you know, so he's doing everything we're asking. The NFL new league year begins on March 15th as quarterback watch shall continue for now in Green Bay. 18 minutes after 5, coming up next, we'll look ahead to our WTMJ conversations today. And our first guests out of the gate are guys who are literally designing the Milwaukee skyline. We'll talk about that next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Let's get it on March 1st, and a special day of programming ahead for Wisconsin's radio station. Annex Wealth Management presents WTMJ Conversations 2023. It's sponsored by Smart Spaces. What is this? Newsmakers will be in. Some of them will be making news. I expect to make some news today, don't you? Oh, absolutely. Folks will have things to say that they haven't said yet. Mm -hmm. Interesting people, also part of the mix, part of the fabric of our community here, going to be joining us. Long-form interview starting at 8 o'clock this morning. When is Cass in? Uh, Mark Cass is in with uh, Bucks President Peter Fagan and John Mercure and Sandy Max at 1 p.m. in studio. Friend of the program from the Milwaukee mm-hmm. Business Journal, editor-in-chief Mark Cass. Interesting he's not coming on your show, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that'll be discussed. <laughs> yeah. So, I, actually, Cass has a busy night. I promised him I'd mention. He's uh, going to join Visit Milwaukee CEO Peggy Williams-Smith. They'll be slinging drinks at Central Standard Craft Distillery tonight. That's nice. on Clyburne downtown. Fundraiser called Cocktails for a Cause. Money raised will go to the American Red Cross. So, you know, Cass and Fagan with Mercure and Sandy at 1 o'clock. You know who else we're going to hear from today? Uh, I'm pretty excited about this. Not only do we have Matt like in Arizona, so we're going to hear from Garrett Mitchell and from the new GM, Matt Arnold. But also, I I don't think I've ever seen her or heard her in an interview. Dominique Johnson, the wife of the mayor, Cavalier Johnson, is going to join him in studio with Steve Scafidi and Sandy later today, too. She's going to break him down. That'd be great. <laughs> I want all the secrets. Awesome. I want all Everything. the stuff. Right. Yeah, the, okay, so that'll be interesting. Uh, for our part, I'm kind of excited how we're going to kick things off, Eric. We're going to talk about the present and the future of the Milwaukee skyline with two of the guys who are designing it. Yeah. Rinka is a broad-based architecture and design firm, and you may drive by some of their very familiar signature buildings. One of them just south of the high-rise bridge. It says Michael's on the side. That's a Rinka building. Mm -hmm. You've been inside there, right? Yeah, beautiful place. Really interesting inside, even more interesting inside than it is outside. And a building that will soon be the focal point of the downtown skyline, the Couture Project. That is going up right now. They designed that. The Modern, that's the one right near the Deer District. We're future thinkers, so when we look at a city, we don't necessarily just see what's there currently, but we want to we envision what's gonna what we'd like to see there in the future. So that's Matt Rinka, 
hence the name, mm-hmm. <laughs> founder, good. in an interview I did with him on TMJ4. It's been more than a year since I really talked with Matt about the Couture and some of the other projects. And in speaking about the Couture at that time, and this was when you know the foundation was dug and the pilings were first going in, so it wasn't even rising up out of the ground yet. We wanted to design a building on that site that represented that uh, as a part of the community, as well as a place where someone looked at the building and said, I want to live there. <laughs> I want to live there on the lakefront. I want that to be the backdrop to uh, the art museum and discovery world. Uh, and for us, um, that was a challenge that we took very seriously. Yeah, you got uh, Santiago you know, Calatrava in yeah. the neighborhood there. Exactly, uh, yeah, kitty corner. Got a good company. <laughs> and of course, the couture now slowly rising, not scheduled for completion until next year. Some other Rinka projects that you might know, they and we were talking with Scafidi about it. They designed Drexel Town Square. That's right, which is widely successful. And they've got residential projects going up on the South Shore, on the North Shore. So these are the guys, the future thinkers, as he said, that are designing the spaces where we live and, and work. And do they still need to be designed? That's my big question. You know, what do we need that downtown area? I love it. It's awesome. Yeah. But is it necessary for future generations? Question for him and uh, for his business partner, Chaz Griswold, for sure, is, you know, like, what is the future of the downtown skyscraper yeah. for right. work? You have the Announcement from Northwestern Mutual, they're doubling down on that. Which so is cool. Think. But then there are others who sit on their couch and work from their home. And how are they redesigning spaces now post-COVID? Are mm-hmm. their clients asking for different things in the workplace? All of that ahead as we kick things off. WTMJ Conversations, Annex Wealth Management, our presenter, and it's sponsored by Smart Spaces. Time for news about your money this morning in the WTMJ Annex Wealth Management Market Update. Dow Jones Industrial Average at 32,657. It lost 230 points yesterday. The NASDAQ down to 11,456. S&P 500 off 12 to 39.70. Annex Wealth Management, know the difference. You won't get no dessert till you clean up your plate, so eat it. Yes, thank you, Greg. Greg Pancake Hill, producer of the program. I had lunch yesterday. Which is a big deal. Because <laughs> you don't eat, at least not in the middle of the day. I don't generally eat in the middle of the day, and I certainly don't do lunch. A lot of people, that's where they meet a friend or they have a business meal. Let's, sure. let's yeah. get together. Let's have, have a lunch. Mm-hmm. To a fault, and I admit this, this is a growth area for me that we, you guys have tried to help me through on the show. I'm very regimented about my schedule. <laughs> yes. Totally, I do not like deviations totally yes. from my routine. Mm-hmm. And when you work the hours that we work, like lunch comes at a weird time. That's oh, not yeah, a normal time, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. So I don't like to go to lunch. I don't like to have lunch. I certainly mm-hmm. don't like to eat lunch. And because I don't really eat lunch, because I like to work out later in the afternoon, the lunch meeting is precarious to me. Because you don't want to eat too much right. and all that stuff. And yeah. screw up yeah. my workout yeah. and whatever yeah. and the schedule. Whatever. Right. But I had to... I had to Meet a couple of childhood friends. One guy I've known since 4K. Wow. And the other guy was our buddy, came in first grade. Okay. And we, the reason for the lunch, guys, was uh, one of my friends had like life threatening heart surgery. Ooh. I mean, so I'm looking at a friend of mine, one of my oldest friends mm-hmm. who almost died. And it took that for us to finally say, why don't we see each other anymore? What is wrong with us? So you forced them to come here to the avenue and eat here, right? <laughs> we at your all work downtown. I'm like, I got a food place right out here. No, so I had we I had to I wanted to take that. Of course, lunch. yeah, right. Yeah. And it was great. It was a great conversation, like old friends have. And the first thought I had is like, what, what's wrong with me? 
What's wrong with some of us who get so locked into our thing that we're not making time for those super important people? It had been so long since the three of us have been together. Inexcusable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I thought you'd be proud of me I, for, I, for doing that lunch. So what'd you get? Well, it didn't work out, actually. What? Well, because I was out in the food hall, and again, I'd, I'm not looking for something big. Salad guy's line was out the door. I'm like, that, oh, won't, yeah. that yeah. won't work for me. They're very popular. Yeah, so I'm like, something light. Smoothie guy was not open yet. Really? At noon? Yeah, and I, I don't know why. Maybe somebody didn't show up, or maybe, you know, like, who knows? That, so, and that's awesome. The smoothies are fantastic. Oh, yeah, they are. Fine. I thought, like, I'll just sip on a smoothie. It's healthy. It won't weigh me down. That'll be fine. So he was closed. So what's next to the smoothie guy? Oh, the donut place? <laughs> Oh, I had a donut and coffee. <laughs> Terrible. It's the opposite of a smoothie. <laughs> what an idiot. You know, they have like wraps and stuff on the other side, right? Yeah, I, don't know. I didn't need a wrap. Too much. Okay. Just a little something. Just a, just a giant decorative donut. Those yeah. aren't just like your standard like Dunkin's. Those things are monsters. It's real good. You go up to the wings guy. Go, I want three wings. Three. <laughs> Let me get one. The old Chris Rock bit. Let me get one rib. <laughs> So that's what I did, and I felt great after. <laughs> I bet you did. I'm still glad Me. I had that lunch. 544, Brandon has sports next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Marky Bucks are the NBA's best and hottest team, winning their 15th straight game to beat the Brooklyn Nets by a final score of 118-104. to Thanks in large part due to a scoring surge in the second half. Bucks go the other way. They've got numbers. Three on two. Holiday feeds to Portis. Catch and shoot three, and he drains it. Milwaukee has its first lead since the two minutes into this game when it was a 5-4 lead for the Bucks. They now lead it 85-84. to Dave Kane on the call right here on WTMJ. The Bucks outscored the Nets in the second half 66-42 to to grab their 44th win on the season while also finishing the month of February with a perfect record. Only the fourth time in franchise history. Next up for the Bucks is a home matchup tonight against the Orlando Mag- Magic. You can catch full coverage right here on WTMJ beginning at 6.30. To the baseball diamond where it's back-to-back Cactus League wins for the Brewers who hit the road today, weather pending. WTMJ's Greg Matzik is with the team. Christian Yelich makes his Cactus League debut in the Brewers' 6-3 home win over the Cubs in a game that lasted just 2 hours 11 minutes. Yelich goes 1-for-2, leading off the game with a ground rule double. Six of the Brewers' nine hits went for extra innings. Home runs by Rowdy Telez, Brian Anderson, and Abraham Toro. No stolen bases for either team, but it is a point of emphasis this spring for Craig Council. It's a fun thing. I mean, it's, it's something, you know, we're talking about really more with our pitchers of... You know, the requirement of holding runners and being fast to the plate is your best tool to negate this. Uh, but we're gonna we're gonna see we're gonna see more running this year for sure. Today, the Brewers travel to Tempe to face the Angels. A wind advisory goes into effect this afternoon with rain expected. Brewers closer Devin Williams is scheduled to start and pitch one inning. With the Brewers in Arizona, I'm Greg Matson. Thursday games against the Rangers can be heard exclusively on 94.5 ESPN at 2 p.m. And in college hoops, for the first time ever, the regular season Big East title belongs to the Marquette Golden Eagles and the Marquette Golden Eagles only as they take care of Butler by a final score of 72-56. to They get it into Lucas, and he's just going to dribble it out. You'll feel the buzzer. The buzzer says Big East. 
Bruins regular season champs. Marquette wins it 72-56. Steve, the homer true on the call there. The game was really never in question as the Golden Eagles dominated from start to finish. And Tyler Kolick led all scoring with 21 points. Kolick under the basket, double teamed into the corner. He'll give to Joplin. He'll give back to Kolick. Wide open three. Good. What a beautiful play. It is the first regular season outright title for the program. Last up for the champs is a regular season finale against St. John's this Saturday. Tip-off is set for 1 p.m. Man, you just could not afford a Marquette letdown there, and I was so worried about that, of like, it's all Especially right there for Butler, you. Right? It's kind of been like a thorn in their side. Don't go out there and like lay an egg yeah. and just have a bad outing. They did not. No, Never left any question. Yeah. Great performance by MU. Big East champions, 549. We told you earlier Justin Bieber is not coming to Milwaukee, but this friend of the program is. I'll tell you about her next. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. Traffic is sponsored by Sendix Food Market, your trusted local grocer since 1926. All good things she just listed there, Deb. Yeah, pretty much. Get some of them ribs. Oh, yeah. Now I'm hungry. <laughs> We have to talk about food in the morning. Donuts, ribs, we're talking about it all. All right. Well, we got actually a pretty good ride out on the roads. Winter road conditions are moving, are just fine. We're really not seeing too many problems. Uh, with some wet roads out there, just something to keep in mind. But for the most part, light volume and nothing up on the board. From the WTMJ Traffic Center, I'm Debbie Lazaga on News Radio WTMJ. WTMJ's five day forecast is sponsored by Dave Dre Camp Heating, celebrating 40 years serving Southeast Wisconsin. A pretty quiet day today. Could see a high temperature of 50 degrees under partly cloudy skies. Slight chance for some afternoon shower activity. Then tonight, mostly cloudy and a low down to 31. Thursday looks partly sunny, high of 37. We are watching possible snow for Friday. Brennan Johnson is uh, calling this one of these, not quite sure where this thing is going to track. But Looks like we're getting something, though. Potential for folks in southeast Wisconsin to get four-plus inches, but we'll keep an eye on Friday for you. Partly cloudy, high of 41 on Saturday. Mostly sunny Sunday with a high of 42 degrees. Cloudy skies in Milwaukee and 37 right now. Association with this year's program, it's good karma, as our company says. You come as a guest on this show, good things are happening for you. You get more and more gigs. Yep, you're going in. The, things are going in the right yeah. direction. Welcome back to Wisconsin. Playing right now, friend of the program. That's what I'm calling her, Lindsay Sterling. We we are claiming her as a friend of the program because we did have her on Wisconsin's Morning That's News. Right. That's right. That was ahead of her what her holiday show right at the Riverside. She mm-hmm. was coming to town, and now just announced she is coming to. Wisconsin State Fair this summer. Saturday show on the main stage. She is, they describe her as an electronic violinist, dancer, singer, and artist. She combines it all into one show. It's kind of been really exciting through the last, you know, 12 years I've been doing this to basically take all the things that I really love from costume design. I've been designing my own Halloween costumes since I was eight years old and making them to video editing. I was doing that when I was a teenager, and I found my first editing software, and I got really into that, you know. And so kind of taking all these different things and then combining them with what I think is, you know, I'm most known for, violin. But it's just, it's just basically all my hobbies. Performing artist Lindsay Sterling coming to State Fair this summer. One of her hallmarks is interactivity, and I remember asking her about this not sure she's going to be able to do that with how the main stage is set up at State Fair for this show. Like, 
It's definitely a different venue yeah, than but what you normally do. Normally, when she's at a smaller place, you know, she walks out among the audience. She's out in the crowd, in the shows, and she often turns those moments into some of her social media posts. I started out last year starting to do TikToks and film fun videos in my shows, and I would do it occasionally. But, but then I noticed people really disappointed if I didn't do it at their show. So it's kind of <laughs> become a part of the show. Uh, but at the same time, it's a lot of... Um, takes a lot of thought every day to think of a new creative idea to do with the audience. So I'm trying to keep up with it um, so that it is something we can try to do every night because it is a very fun, you know, experience to get to bring the audience into the show. How awesome would that be if she came out like on a horse (laughs) (laughs) riding a cow, playing the violin? And if she chose the horse, like in the 4-H barn yes. earlier in the day, like she wanted this some is 4-H Earl kid from right. Monroe County. She interviewed the various horses, <laughs> interviewed the 4-H kids. You know, who yes. do we have here? Right. And the, Here's Buttercup from tell me Rice little, Lake. Tell me a little bit about this pony. Right. <laughs> and then she chose that horse yes. and rode in on it. I wouldn't put it past her. You know, and her career just continues to blow up. Taking a long time, though. I remember asking her about this as well. She was on America's Got Talent in 2010. She didn't win, but she went deep on the show. And so you saw a lot of her. America saw a lot of her. And it was interesting what she said about that. Like, okay, I've gotten this national exposure. Here we go. But, you know, how many people have you seen on these shows over the years? And how many of them you just kind of never hear from Kind of disappear, yeah. Yeah, she said, you just got to keep hammering at it. When you go on, like, TV, you know, or if you get a one viral video, like, we all feel like that should be it, you know, like, oh, I've made it when you have that that moment of your 15 seconds of fame. But I was really surprised when I was on that show that that 15 seconds of fame came and went and nothing happened. So she said for her, it's just been staying out, staying with it, hammering on social media, getting the small gigs, getting the medium gigs, and now big time stuff. Lindsay Sterling, friend of the program as we've adopted her. Excited to hear she's coming back to Wisconsin. She's at Wisconsin State Fair Main Stage, presented by Pottawatomie Casino Hotel. The show is a Saturday night, August 12th, 7.30 showtime. Tickets go on sale Friday, 10 a.m. at wistatefair.com.